Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. I saw Connor McDavid came out yesterday and said, the time is here, it's now or never. Broken record, Connor McDavid saying this, now's the time, it's now or never. It, it, I don't know, man. It feels to me like he's been saying it for a real long time. I don't believe anything I hear Ever. But it's just like the Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott. I don't want to hear it. Go out and prove it. I don't care what they have to say. Is that just me? This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. And we're changing things up a little bit here as we roll into hour two. It's brought to you by Core Grain. And uh, if you are watching, not listening, you can see that we have a new face in the bunker. Dan Rashevich is with us. Hall of Famer. Never gets old, eh, Raz? Never gets old. Especially from you. <laughs> Especially from you. Pull that mic right in close there, man, if nice you don't mind. He is a Hall of Famer. He's a Canadian Football League veteran, 17 years, cup of coffee. 16. And, and a donut with the uh, Los Angeles Raiders. And I want you to tell that story here as we roll. And it, it is Canada's daytime sports talk show. It's episode number 572. Did I mention hour two is brought to you by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm? We had a lot of viewers, a lot on YouTube, down a little bit on Facebook today, but we are not on Game Plus television today. We are preempted because of Blast Premier Gaming Tournament. It is a gaming channel, so we're pushing everybody to the streaming and the online, and believe me, we've had a lot of complaints about that. It's their channel, right? Ever hear of the Golden Rule, Raz? I've heard of the Golden Rule. I haven't always followed it, Those who but most of the time I do. the gold make the rules... Speaking of gold, why did you take your hat off? I liked it. Well, I was a prop. It's, one of <laughs> it's, a, prop. Prop. it's a prop. Oh, you're saving well, it? Then I'm put so, it back I was, down. I was okay. Okay. Right. Gotcha, buddy. <laughs> okay. Good to see you, by the way. <laughs> Great to see you, man. Um, yeah. The quick six show topics. You guys want to hit the horn again real fast, if you don't mind? This is what we've been talking about today. And a reminder, the always popular Manscaped read is coming up this hour, too. I will warn you if you get queasy talking about us shaving our junk. But the Manscaped ad is coming up this week. So I'm <laughs> look at you. <laughs> Number one, Thursday night football. It is the New York Giants at the Washington football team. What you need to know, 8.20 p.m. Eastern kickoff, 6.20 Mountain. The Washington football team is favored by 3.5 points, even though the Giants have won the last five in a row between the two. And Saquon Barkley, questionable for the game. I don't think he's going to play. Point two, Blue Jays off today. They hold a wild card spot as we sit here today. Point three, we're talking about NHL Rookie of the Year candidates. It morphed into what is our poll question today. Which NHL Canadian general manager is on the hot seat the most? Flames Brad Tree Living, Canucks Jim Benning, Leafs Kyle Dubas, or the Jets Kevin Dayoff, which we don't actually believe Chevy's in trouble. We just needed a fourth guy. And Brad Tree Living and Dubas are kind of neck and neck in this. Uh, CFL notes point four. It's still talking about the Brawl Bombers Riders from Saturday as we get ready for the Lid Lifter Friday night doubleheader. Stamps, Ticats, Riders, Argos, 
Riders listing Cody Fajardo atop their depth chart today. People think he's going to play. Point five, college football notes. Dupes has officially picked the Michigan Wolverines as his college football team. Who's yours, Raz? Do you have an American college football team? Oh, I guess maybe. I remember as a kid, I always like Arkansas Razorbacks. Is that right? I did, the Razorbacks. They had a big win last week against Texas. Yep. Took them to the barn. Mm-hmm. 333 yards rushing in that. Rushing alone nice. by the Razorbacks against Steve Sarkeesian's. Oh. Hook'em horns. You played with Sark. I played with Man, see, we got a lot to get to with Raz yep. here. Uh, and by the way, my Crimson Tide playing Florida this week. Battle of 2-0 teams, 1.30 p.m. Saturday. It's going to be great in Florida. And then point six was other sports notes. A lot of things to come up with. So you guys can write in with whatever you want. What's with the weed pool? Why is the wheat pool writing us? Is that the actual wheat pool? Caught the Rod Peterson show today. When Saskatchewan gets our pro CPL soccer expansion team, we would love to have Rod and Darren at a game. Maybe join us in the reporter section. Supporter section. I don't want to be in the reporter section. I spent enough time there. I want to be in the supporter section. That is the, I believe that's the wheat pool. I love it. Okay. Get serious. Tell our viewers, please, about your time with the Los Angeles Raiders. Oh, well, <clears throat> I guess my time. I went to a couple of mini camps uh, of 1987. Uh, I was playing with the was playing with the Argos then. Uh, actually, Obilovich traded for me from Calgary. I uh, traded uh, Daryl Nicholson and um, he's a receiver. Uh, Don't ask me. Uh, try, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Emmanuel Tolbert. Anyways. Good player. Yeah, good, two good players, both Eastern All-Stars. And uh, the reason Obilovich traded for me is strictly for special teams. He goes, that's why I brought you here. And um, so I was there for Argos a couple of years, played out my option. Um, and again, like any player, hey, you want to you wanna play in the NFL. You want to play for the – hey, it's more money, et cetera. So that year I had an option – put some film together and I got a call from Green Bay and the Raiders and even as a kid the Raiders always kind of of course know, just suited like, you yeah it sort of it suited me exactly you know what <laughs> so I was like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna I want to try there so I went down with a guy named Chris Woods who was a receiver yep. uh, I played with and we both went down and actually Chris made the team um, and uh, I got released but at that same time Montreal had picked me from the Toronto in an equalization draft because back then they had this equalization draft. So, you know, I missed most of training camp because training camp was in Halifax, and then I ended up in – but I got some good stories. I mean, like, you know, when I was down there, I just <laughs> I remember Al Davis. I mean, I remember Al Davis coming to practice and El Segundo standing in the middle of the field and then getting up on a lift and at the 50-yard line and watching and, you know, and Al Davis – well, sorry, Al Davis, or Tom Flores. Yeah. And I strictly, in Tom Flores, I remember him so clearly sitting in the amphitheater and him talking to us and anything that was important, he would emphasize three times. If he said that three times, it was important. I really kind Good of coach. Picked, oh, great coach. You know what? Yeah. You could just tell. You know, you could really you could really tell, you know, and just, you know, watching, like, they kind of get you pumped up at the beginning, watching a movie about commitment to excellence and all that. I was in Lester Haynes' locker. That's the locker I was in, Lester Haynes. And uh, it was pretty cool because they had first, second, third-year players, plus they had all the draft picks and then free, if, you know, some, then free agents. So it was kind of two mini camps like that. And, and uh, it was a great experience. You know what? I, that's all a guy can ask for is to get a shot. You know? and, and I remember the one thing that actually came out was in the sporting news. It was one thing that came out said it was one of the best cover linebackers as well. So that doesn't surprise me. Which was kind of cool. You know? It was a great experience. Yeah. Okay, well, that doesn't necessarily surprise me, but I think of you more as a feared hard hitter run stopper. Yep. Not a cover linebacker. So yep. you must have been doing something right in that yeah. camp. I think just, you know, with the CFL, because I went to Simon Fraser and we played yeah. American Speed football. Game. And you know what? Obviously, after three years playing in the CFL, you know, when receivers and running backs can run at you at the line of scrimmage, you know, and, you know, they have more space to operate. So where it's a lot different, say, in American or NFL football, well, you know, it's the backs don't have as much leeway or receivers don't have as much leeway in terms of when they're coming out of the backfield. So I think that really, and plus the yard difference off the line of scrimmage, you know, makes it a little tougher as a defender. So it was a... Uh, I bet you good. didn't expect to come in here and tell those stories today. I didn't expect that, actually. No, I didn't. You know, because I was wearing my, all, my, my Walby CFL All Warrior t-shirt. Did you win that? I won that. 
if you want to zoom in on that there, you know. <laughs> it's behind the mic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's behind there. Well, the sea. There it is. Yeah, I love Walby's Warriors. <laughs> that was, uh, I, th- I think that was my 16th season because I think that was the first year uh, Chris did uh, the on All CBC. War- on CBC, did the All Warriors. Amazing. Team. I think so. So, And I think actually that was for, I actually think it was for special teams. I was the all warrior, I think, for specialties yeah. my 16th season. <laughs> Ball for all today on the yeah. RP show. We got a living legend, a Hall of Famer here in uh, the bunker, oh. Dan Rashevich. And I want to talk about I, my point is I'm making that clear to our viewers. You got questions, CFL, NFL related, fire them at us. We've got a Hall of Famer in here to, to chat ball. And you can reach us on the Prairie Mobile text line 306 840 8777. Or, of course, the streaming feeds, YouTube or Facebook. We are not live on Game Plus today. Anthony Cernick, watching on YouTube, says, Number 74 is my rider jersey. Bought the jersey at a fundraiser, and Raz found me to sign it. All class. That was 2013. Wow. Uh, from our tech guy, Rocco. He says, Walby's Warriors. Yeah. People still remember all these years later. Yeah. He was on with us last week, and he said he's oh, just not he? good looking enough to be on TV anymore. That's why he's not on TV. Anymore. <laughs> hey, it was a uh, it was a big deal he's to get on Wolvie's All Warrior Team. That's for sure. That's amazing. All the guys wanted it. Eh? Oh yeah, hey the guy. It's hey because it's players, right? It's the uh, it's players that kind of pick it, right? I mean, it's it's the thing you want to be on. Um, so yeah, I invite the questions here. Uh, David Ice in Winnipeg says Walby knows what he's talking about, but he's one of the best analysts there's ever been. Uh, Tacona Pauli in Winnipeg says, Rod, why not get Bluto on as a guest? We had him on. Pay attention. Come on. you got to watch every single day. Keep up. Yeah. John in Edmonton says, do you think the CFL can survive with all the COVID restrictions put in place for fans? Um, John, not talking about it. Not. Just not. They're playing the games. Leave that up to the investigative journalists. I'm going to watch... Go to the odd game. I'm not digging into that stuff. It's too depressing. James Zylstra is watching on YouTube and says, what's Dan's favorite team in the <laughs> CFL? <laughs> Riders. <laughs> Didn't even have to think about I it. I don't have to think about it. You know what? I mean, I'll be honest. I you know, played in Toronto a couple of years because my first three years in the league, I bounced around. I played in Ottawa. I was in Calgary for a cup of coffee back in Toronto for two years. Uh, Montreal for a cup of coffee before they folded. Then, you know, it was Saskatchewan. So I had a good sampling early in my career, and football matters out here, and that's where you want to play. That's interesting you say that because John Ohm is watching in Winnipeg. Ohm. Oh. He says, Dan, because he's from Toronto. Right. What's your feeling on Toronto? What would you like to see to get more fans in the stands for the Argos? Do you think about that at all? I wonder why there aren't more fans, obviously, in the stands. You know, I mean, ML, like, it seems, obviously, they don't have a problem filling up soccer games, you know, but they have a problem filling up, you know, seats for football. I just, it's 11-11, it, by the way, everybody. Yeah, it's just... Take care of what you're thinking about. It's mind-boggling. I, I, I mean, a city or an area of, what, four or five million people, and you can't get 28,000 people in a stadium, I... I don't, it's hard to know why, exactly why. And I guess everybody's asking that question, you know? I mean, obviously, you need to get the youth involved, et cetera, you know, get the young people, families. Uh, I'd, have to, I'd have to think about that for a little bit, you know, to come up with a strategy. Well, it's not our job. I mean, I guess yeah. there's a chance it's, that maybe if you take your eye off the ball for something and you let it go too long, it does become too late and you can't get it back. I don't know. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder if that's a thing. Like, listen, I got I, my negative you know, COVID test here, Raz. I'm going to Florida nice. tomorrow, and I'm going to watch the Dolphins, and I, I'm going to watch the Panthers. I mean, you know, with, like I, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay, and, and with, with this, can the CFL survive? Whatever. There's a lot of people making a lot of money that's paid. That's yeah. their job to figure that out. Yeah. I not mean, mine and not his. About what, what do the well, Argos need to do? My God. Well. Been asking it for 30 it's, years. It's crazy because just down the road, I mean, Hamilton, I mean, sellouts. It's, it's, yeah, sellouts. I mean, that's down the highway, you know? So. Well, tell me growing up in Toronto for you, where, what, where was football on your radar? Was it CFL, NFL, university? Um, what, what got you playing? You know what? It was what got me playing. I got in a fight in school. <laughs> I got in a fight in school in my homeroom. And next thing you know, that is our history teacher, and he goes, you need to put that energy to something positive. 
And uh, so, yeah, I, I, and then I had a high school buddy who bugged me consistently because I didn't start playing football until I was in grade 11. And uh, my buddy was asking me, hey, come on, you got to come play, come play. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to come play. You know, he goes, then he'd go, because my first name actually named, hey, for everybody, my first name's actually Danilo. Right. So he'd go, my friend was from Croatia, and he'd go, Danilo, you must play football for the girls. You must come play. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> and then eventually he convinced me to come play football for the girls. And it worked. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> and you ended up in the Hall of Fame and, uh, wow, and in the National Football League. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, you know, you look back and I think everybody has stories and experiences, you know, of what got, how you got there and, and, you know, and what you did and those experiences. And yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting how everybody's path is different, man. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's cool, though. Everybody's got a story. Everybody has a story. Um, yeah. You know, mm, man. Mike Horrigan's watching from the 905. He says, no secret. We big time the CFL out of here. Damn shame. That's the thing. I don't know that you can get it back. But I swear, if Pinball Clemens can't bring him back, nobody's bringing him back. That's yeah. their only hope. And I would suggest that it's not over yet. We're not out of COVID yet. So is there ever going to be a post-COVID era? I don't know. I mean, yeah, go ahead. it's amazing how, I mean, the attendance and everything, I think, overall in the league is for COVID. I mean, it's amazing, you know, the number of people in the stands and et cetera. I mean, I, th- I think... It bodes well for the CFL, you know, and I guess I'm seeing a few things, you know, about CFL surviving, et cetera. But, right. you know, for what it's doing now in this situation, I think is very good. It's pretty good. Yeah. I didn't think they'd survive this far. Yeah. It's pretty good. But you know? it's yeah. I just enjoy the games and talk about yeah. survival. It's you just know? not our deal right now. Yeah. No, um, sure. Hey, we got a couple minutes here. Cody Fajardo listed atop Saskatchewan's depth chart, released today by the team a day ahead of the Argo game. Uh, what's your take on Cody Fajardo right now, coming out of last weekend, getting knocked out? And Wow. How important is it that he play tomorrow night for Saskatchewan? Well, I, think, I guess the medical staff and the coaches know more than we do, obviously, right? Um, I guess I think back of when, you know, when, when I played, man, I remember one game being totally knocked out cold. And going back in about three plays later. Right. Like, it's crazy. Um, and I'm not the only guy, but lots of guys or lots of players that were that, that was the situation. And, you know, and obviously I'm still sitting here. <laughs> I have most of my marbles, I think. I think. I think so. And, you know, I mean, the way I saw him, I mean, obviously he looked a little groggy. The way he jogged off the field, obviously didn't want to bring him back in in that present game. And just even the way, he just I saw him go off the field through the tunnel. He looked, he seemed to look pretty good. You know, Ran I, off like a deer. Yeah, you know, I kind of, you know, just recollect when I got knocked out here playing Edmonton by Craig Schaefer after a whistle, because the only time I've been knocked out in my life, you know. And you know, Dave Albright's feeding me the answers to get back on the field when Ivan's asking me questions. <laughs> I'm like, right. oh my god, because <laughs> I couldn't answer him without the help of Albright mouthing me the answers during the game. Like it seriously, happens. it was crazy, eh? You know, so I mean, obviously, the medical staff and the coaches know a lot better than or know more than we do, and he knows. And I know there's always that worry about going in too soon, similar to what happened, I guess, with Caleros way back. You know, and you know what, if I think, you know, I know people would say, oh, maybe he should sit a game out, you know, it's more of a long-term game for him, et cetera. But, you know, I guess, you know, if he does go out, maybe he has to be a little bit careful on in terms of pulling the ball down and running, even though we know that's a big part of his game. You're saying if he's cleared to play, let him play. Let him play. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll pause and get to more football discussion coming back with Raz, plus the real reason that he's in here. But today's episode of the Rod Peterson Show is sponsored by our friends at Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming. It's back-to-school time, and we want to make sure you pack the essentials to have the best year yet. The Manscaped fourth-generation performance package is just that. Things are opening up. Be ready for whatever is in the daily schedule for you. It's the perfect package for your package. And includes the brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Fellas, go for the valedictorian of ball trimming and join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and use the promo code RP20. 
20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Promo code RP20. How about that? We'll be back. More with Raz right after this. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Later. Here's Rod. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. What a day around here. The positivity continues. Yes. Yeah, we've got um, Hall of Famer Dan Rashevich in here. And I was remiss. I, I didn't throw in there that you played for the Argos. So let's see. This guy's got the country covered. Ottawa, Toronto, Calgary, Saskatchewan. Am I missing anybody? Yeah, Ottawa, Toronto, Calgary. Saskatchewan. Scott Montreal. Montreal, five teams. Cup of coffee. Did you? Well, we said a cup of coffee with the Los Angeles Raiders. And he goes, actually, a couple cups of coffee. A couple cups of coffee. (laughs) Good for you, man. I love it. Coffee in Calgary and a coffee in Montreal. Um, I'll get to your questions from the viewers in a moment. There are more coming in all the time. We got a sports update. I will just say this. What was announced today officially by the National Hockey League. The Leafs and Sabres will be meeting March 13th in the Heritage Classic at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton. So there's that. Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly said this morning the NHL expects 98% of players to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 by the start of the season. And week two in the NFL kicks off tonight. New York Giants at Washington, 6.20 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Mountain, sorry, 8.20 p.m. Eastern. Still getting used to that. Shifting my mind to the Eastern time zone here. From uh, Raz. Let's do it. Okay. 16 oh, seasons in the CFL. Hall of Fame worthy. Cup of coffee. Couple cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got one now. You got it. They didn't bring me any coffee. They brought you, you coffee. That's right. See how big deal you are? <laughs> Thanks, Rod. <laughs> uh, this guy came. <laughs> Where do we start on the on the special teams tackles oh, thing? I'm going to let you I'll, do I'll it. I'll start with I'll it. institute a two-minute time limit on you explaining this. Oh, okay. Go. Go. Um, I guess so. Is, does anybody out there know who the ultimate, all-time. all-time greatest special team player in the CFL is? Mike Miller. Not. <laughs> hey, I guess officially, hey, officially he has the Jason most. Jason Araki. Mike Miller no. officially has the most special team tackles in 190-some right now, I guess, right? So, you know, I just kind of brought this little poster. I know you guys can't see this, but the guy in the middle, it's a guy you don't want to meet in a dark alley or lighted football field. Who is it? Dan Rashevich, ah. apparently in 1987. Um, oh, anyways, you know, I guess officially they only started keeping stats since 91. Uh, yep. So I was officially credited with 153. The record's, what, 190-some? Well, in 90, when I was Western All-Star, I had 23 on the official press release. So there's 176, still missing my first six years. I guess if you want to... If you want to take an average of my later careers, and I had 23 in my 16th season, if you want to even take an average of what I did later in my career, which would only... That which would, would have slowed down. Yeah, it would have, might have slowed down. Yeah, but, you know, I, I'd probably be up around the 300 mark. And the record's 190 now. If we actually real numbers, could be over 300. I think Vanstone wrote a nice little article and said the numbers would be Gretzky-like. It's funny, when I was walking up your stairs just now, I saw Muhammad Ali. Yeah. I thought... No, I was the Muhammad Ali of special teams on downfield tackler, and it was kind of very complimentary of uh, Rob Vanstone to say the numbers I would have for special team tackles, which would be probably 300 plus, would be Gretzky like. And, you know, and I guess Rod asked me the question could anybody have more? And I go, well, I played the second most games ever as a defensive player in CFL history. Behind Mike O'Shea. Behind Mike O'Shea by about maybe 11 or 12 games. And, you know, Mike, they have all Mike's numbers because of what he played. So, you know, I guess, you know, I know people could think, oh, is he being self-serving? Well, you know, it's funny. I've talked to alumni. I've t- like I sent this little article to Vanstone Road. I sent it to James West and West. Eh? He phones me right away. He goes, that's bullshit. Am I allowed to say that on here? You just did. Okay. You're good. I won't do it again. 
<laughs> but, you know, and other, uh, you know, players like, you know, uh, I've been talking to Bill Baker about it, eh? And Bill's like, that's wrong. That needs to be fixed or put an asterisk or something or, you know, so it's just interesting. I mean, well, I guess if you're going to make something a record, there should be some context and some perspective about the greatest of all time. Yep. Done. Two minutes, okay. 15 seconds. You did a pretty good job. Coffee. But time. I've said, take it to the commissioner. Randy Ambrosi, because yeah. I don't think there's too much that I nor Rob Vance don't can no. do about it. Now, to our viewers, yes, to our viewers, they want um, some answers from you. Austin, okay. Texas of the North, a viewer on YouTube says, what's your favorite place to play as the visiting team back in the day? Where'd you like going into the most? I used to like going to, uh, I used to hate going to BC Place. Really? To, Why? Yep, I hate it because I hated that dome because the air was dead and used to suck air like crazy. Um, I actually found Calgary kind of tough to play. Seriously, the elevation is just like I feel like we were gasping for air all the time. It just found the ele- going to Calgary. I mean, I love the city, but going to play there, I found it very difficult just because, you know, it just felt like we were trying to catch your breath all the time. Just that elevation difference, you know, especially when I was playing in Toronto and we go out there uh, and even, you know, here in Saskatchewan going there, the elevate, there's an elevation difference. And it does, does make a difference on just sort of your fatigue or, you know, your fatigue level. Yeah, there definitely. you go. He didn't like going into Vancouver and Calgary. So yep. I assume you enjoyed going home to play at Toronto. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jason Wall, a late joiner from Winnipeg, says the Walby shirt. Any connection to Chris Walby? Yeah, he yes. won Walby's Warriors yes. Special Teams Player of the Week. In my 16th season, for the season. Yeah. No, this is for the season. This is for a Whatever season. Whatever it is. Okay. From Derek Cousins. <laughs> Derek Cousins. Dan, you'll always be one of my favorite writers and one of the first writer autographs I ever got. People Thank remember you. that stuff. That's Here's awesome. another one. Steve Sarkeesian, pretty good friend of both of ours. He's now coaching the Texas Longhorns. I think he's going to have a lot of success there. He's coached with the Raiders. He's coached with Alabama, USC. Washington? Huskies? I thought so. Mm, Yeah, maybe he started there. (laughs) That's way back. But tell me something about Steve Sarkeesian. Because my first year with with the Riders was basically your last. You played a little bit in 2000, but you retired in 2000. But Sarkeesian... Your thoughts on Steve Sarkeesian well, as a CFL quarterback? Because he know, was three years up here. Yeah, Steve, you know, I mean, obviously offense and defense, were, it's funny, we're, we're separate in the locker room. And you don't really get to know the guys on offense as well as your defensive teammates. And I just, Steve, just such a likable guy. I mean, that's what I kind of remember about him, you know, and just, just an easygoing, likable guy. And I guess, you know, I think he broke a bunch of Jim McMahon's records at BYU, mm-hmm. what I do recall. And, you know, I don't know if you really got a great shot here, but I guess one of my memories a little bit in terms of as quarterback and no disrespect, I just thought, you know, sometimes on that wide side out, I don't know if he had, the arm I don't strength. know if he had the arm strength. I really, you know, and not that I'm a quarterback expert, but it just seemed like the ball would maybe, you know, kind of drift a bit type thing I've and I've noticed that with some quarterbacks you know you know you notice them up in the CFL and it's supposed to be a bigger ball right and trying to throw that wide side out you know it's a long throw you know so I, that was some of the things you know but just Steve just a just a pleasant guy He's just a great it's guy. unfortunate by the way um because Steve doesn't think glowingly of his time with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. He doesn't. And yeah. um, well, actually, when there was a change here and Danny Barrett became the head coach in 2000, yeah. they tried to get Dan Farthing, tried to get Sarkeesian back. He's like, I'm done. I'm done with that league. He just had a bad taste in his mouth. But James Alstra says, who was the best coach you played for in the hmm. CFL? I guess for me personally, you know, Don what? Matthews. Well, I'm joking. Hold on. Hey, one of the best couple coaches, Don Southern. Sudsy. Sudsy. He was my, uh, my first year. I remember uh, I was at home. I made the team, and he phoned me up, and he goes, hey, get down here and have a beer with me. I think he was at a pub. Well, he was at a pub. Quite so a coach. Said, he goes, you get there. You don't get your ass down here. He goes, I'm going to cut you. I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. Well, he sat me down. He said, look, I want you. You're going to come watch game film with me every single morning. And you know what? He basically was a start of a coach taking me under his wing. 
and uh, making me a better player. Because um, I had a lot, you know what? I had a lot. I had quite a bit to learn. I think coming from playing in, you know, American Rules Football in University at Simon Fraser to being in Ottawa, because I actually ended up starting as a rookie middle linebacker for Ottawa my rookie year. And uh, he was, you know what? And I guess one quick, and this is associated with special teams. So Sudsy, we'd watch film. Well, he there was a couple times during the season he would just stop film and say, and he'd be a little more ex- use words that I'm not allowed to use here. So you can just imagine can, that, yeah. and he f this, f that. Oh, goes, yeah, don't do that. He, no, but he goes, can somebody else make a tackle on special teams? You know, and I guess, and back to another. Fa- you know what, Don Matthews. Even though you hated him, hey, great, I, hey, great coach, and hey, as a person, you know, we had some conflict, but I had some of my best seasons with him. You know, so I have to, I have to give credit because the style of defense and some of the things we did. You know what. Definitely hey, helped me in my career and had, had some great years playing under Don, you know. So, and again, you know, one of the winningest coaches of all time and a great defensive coach as well, right? So, you know. You don't I, want to tell that story about recovering we, that fumble and spiking it in front of him? Oh, on the oh yeah, we could tell that one. Sure. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, just because you can still, it's a love hate relationship, right? Yes. I mean, there's a love hate relationship. And I remember, so when Don left Saskatchewan, he, and he went to uh, went Toronto. to Toronto, and we're playing Toronto at home. Um, I remember that game um, because, anyways, I recovered my second fumble that game on a kickoff, and I ran across the field. It was late in the game. I ran across the field, and I kind of said, "The f." You spiked it in front. I of him. spiked it in front of him. I actually, I held the ball in his face, and I said, "Have another effing donut, Don." Yeah, How and then everybody's that? just pulling me back. The guys in the team, I'm standing right in his face, just giving it to him. I just, you know, and the guys are pulling me back. Eh? That was awesome. So that was pretty satisfying. Let me tell you, you know what? I never, you know what? I don't know. If you believe in something, what you sometimes you got to stand up for what you think, man. Absolutely. Period. You don't regret it. No, no regrets. <laughs> uh, from James, great guest, guys. Nice job. Yes, absolutely. And by the way. We got breaking news out of Edmonton. The Elks have placed quarterback Trevor Harris on the six-game injured list. It's happened. And I don't know. I was at GoElksGo.com. But here's one from Three Down. Trevor Harris has been placed on the six-game injured list. Harris initially sustained a neck injury in Edmonton's week six game against the Calgary Stampeders. The injury has slowly regressed, resulting in Harris removing himself from practice on Wednesday due to increasing pain and other symptoms. I would suggest as we sit here today with nine games to go, that's the Elks season. Unless it's a miracle, but that's what's happening in the CFL today. And before we let Raz go, this guy is a champion of people. He's a champion of children. Cancer research. Let's talk about Believe in the Gold 2021, Raz. Do it. All right. Can you see that, everybody? Absolutely. Believe in the gold. Believe in the gold. Okay, so everybody, gold is the color of children's cancer. This will be the fifth year uh, chairing this charity here in Saskatchewan, in Regina. Uh, So we're raising money for children's cancer. Children's cancer gets maybe 4% of all research monies. Out of uh, all the cancers. Out of all the cancers. And it's the number one disease killer of children. So half the money we raise here stays in Saskatchewan, helps families with any out-of-pocket expenses. Um, the other half goes to a researcher named Dr. Doug Mahoney using viruses immunotherapy. And uh, he's had some major breakthroughs, and that research is being done in Calgary. And uh, so the event is September 25th here in Regina, uh, where we have a virtual and a live event. It'll be held at Wiscana. People can go online. They can register or donate. To Just go to www runforchildhoodcancer.ca runforchildhoodcancer.ca and if you hit that I have a fundraising page and I'm getting I'm at, I'm at about believe it or not I'm at around 74% of my fundraising total my the total that I'm I'm shooting for is 7400 I added a couple zeros to my number I'm probably at about just over 5000 right now so if you go there you can donate to my fundraising page I mean just hit yqr go to runforchildhoodcancer.ca Hit register, donate, hit YQR, scroll to right to the bottom. You'll see my name, Danilo, and you can hit that and uh, you get a tax receipt. And, and if you, you know what, if you want to come to the event, make sure you bring your dogs. 
because we were going to get St. John's Amish therapy dogs, but you know what? Bring your dogs, go for a walk. We'll have light snacks and bouncies and face paint. It's like the fair. As it's we... like a fair. It's yeah, a fair. That's what it's Rod's like. been there many times. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And uh, it is amazing. You know what? So, And we'll have lots of alumni out. I was just on the phone with Bob Poley. He's out hunting for elk. Of course up, he is. Up around the Comus. And I said, hey, I said, Bob, you know why you just get a barrel of beer from the Comus, put it out in the field, get the elk drunk, and then you can shoot him probably a lot easier. A lot easier. <laughs> but anyways, oh, I encourage God. people to uh, uh, take a look at the website and hopefully maybe throw a donation towards my fundraising page. And uh, it's a great cause. The you know great what? Dan Rashevich, everybody, the guy who once fought a horse at the Calgary Stampede. And one. That's right. Raz, thanks. Always great. Rod, thanks for all you do. Thank you for the coffee. You betcha. All he right, takes man. a mug home every time he leaves, too. <laughs> Moose will be back in here after this break. Got a sports update coming up. Busy day in sports. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Ah, I keep yanking this thing out. Welcome back, everybody. Interesting day. Breaking news today. The Edmonton Elks have placed quarterback Trevor Harris on the Six-game injured list. Injured, yeah, against the Calgary Stampeders on the weekend. Moose is back here. How you doing, Moose? I am a little less good after hearing that. Trevor Harris is good for the league, and I like that guy. He's a fan of ours. We're a fan of his. Yeah. So, the really crappy thing for him is next man up. So, Taylor Cornelius will be the starting quarterback, apparently, against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Yikes. And we're all going, who? Right. Maybe he's the next Jake Mayer. How Jake about Mayer that? sounds more like a adult, not film star, AOR-oriented singer. Jake Mayer. Oh, yeah. The latest single from Jake Mayer. I like that, yeah. Come see Jake Mayer. <laughs> but the only quarterback in the history of the CFL to throw for over 300 yards in each of his first three games. He's no yoke. Metal Shingle Guy writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line and says, with Harris out, Cornelius will get his chance to impress against the best team in the CFL. Go Elks. Well, what did I say yesterday about just throwing him into the deep end? Sink or swim. Mm -hmm. Like Marty McSorley in Boys in the Bus. You wouldn't know that, I don't think. I've seen it. Have you? Yeah. Just right into the fight. I don't remember everything. Marty McSorley. Uh... Well, there you go. From Northside Y-E-G on uh, YouTube says, maybe the Elks have a Jake Mayer-type quarterback in their system. I might just go to the game now. Wait a minute. You're in Edmonton. Trevor Harris getting hurt makes you want to go to the game? I don't understand. Intrigue, storyline. That's fine. We all love the backup quarterback, I guess. Taylor Cornelius may be the next Damon Allen as far as we know. He looks like a tractor salesman to me from looking it up on the Elks website. He's from Amarillo by morning. He's from Amarillo, Texas. How about that? Played at Oklahoma State. When I say he looks like a tractor salesman, what I mean by that is he looks like my good childhood friend, Curtis Nelson, who runs Nelson Motors and Equipment Avonlea. Yeah. And Assiniboia. Do you know Curtis Nelson? I don't personally. Well, he looks just like Taylor Cornelius. Oh, okay. Yeah. How about that? When I say a tractor salesman. Uh, a lot of comments coming in on this. I know that people want to talk about the CFL this time of year. It's fall for the love of Pete. Yeah. Hey, we are into the hundreds of viewers now, by the way, on YouTube. It's going up. How about that? Was we knew it would. Yeah, 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 yeah. A quick sports update. The Buffalo Sabres, uh, breaking news this morning. There's a lot of news going on today. 
Buffalo Sabres cross-border rivalry against the Toronto Maple Leafs is heading outdoors. The Sabres are listed as the home team against the Maple Leafs in the NHL's Heritage Classic to be played at Tim Hortons Field, home of the CFL's Hamilton Tiger Cats, on March 13th. The league announced this morning. Meanwhile, Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly said this morning the NHL expects 98% of players to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 by the start of the season. The league projects that only between 10 and 15 of roughly 700 players will not be vaccinated by the time the season begins October 12th. Teams will be able to suspend unvaccinated players without pay if they cannot participate in hockey activities as part of the protocols. Week two of the NFL schedule kicks off tonight with an NFC East matchup. That will see the Giants visiting the Washington football team. Both clubs are looking to avoid 0-2 starts after coming up short in week one. We'll talk more about that in overtime for our friends at BetRegal.net. The Giants have won five in a row against Washington, which will turn to Taylor Heineke at quarterback after Ryan Fitzmagic injured his right hip in the opener. And the Blue Jays have a day to rest and recuperate before opening a three-game series against the Minnesota Twins at Rogers Center Friday night. Toronto sits tied with both the Yankees and Red Sox in the race for the American League's two wildcard spots. This sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. Visit today, Dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, I'm rubbing my hands, Moose, because I can't wait. I'm 14 minutes away from oh, yeah. pounding one of those bad boys. Now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha, today I'll be having the Almond Chocolate Chip. Ooh. Yeah. RP Show viewers get 20% off of the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. So overtime is next. When we come back, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have listed Cody Fajardo as their starting quarterback, or at least their number one quarterback on their depth chart for Friday's game against the Toronto Argonauts. Canada's Game of the Week, as voted by you, the viewers, is Edmonton home to Winnipeg. Has that changed somewhat in light of today's news that Trevor Harris has gone to the six-game injured list? And what does that mean, by the way, other than he will miss this week's game, maybe next week's game, but Carson Wentz was supposed to be out 12 weeks, and he played last week. I know. So do we believe much of this? Hang on. That's all coming up in overtime right after this. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. All right, welcome back, everybody. Clark's telling me to talk about Bet Regal. What should I talk about with Bet Regal, Clark? Right, gotcha. So please, it's go to our feed, right? Not theirs or both. Ours. Go to our. Let Moose handle it. There you go. Our contest for BetRegal.net. Moose, take it away. Yeah, that's it. So you're gonna have a chance to win some tickets to a CFL game of your choice. You got to go find the contest on our site, like the page, follow, tag some friends in it. And uh, this is any team across the Canadian Football League. So Bet Regal is going to be giving away some tickets. Premium tickets to the game of your choice. Just enter the contest at the Rod Peterson Show Instagram. And why not sashay on over to Bet Regal Sports? That is their Instagram handle as well. And enter our contest. You want to go to a CFL game? This fall. So, by the way, here in overtime, which is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC. Big fight night coming up Saturday night. And also the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. More details emerging on one Taylor Cornelius. Oklahoma State fans will know uh, his story, but he, as it turns out, played for Jimmy Elizondo with the Tampa Bay Vipers in the XFL Moose. He attended Green Bay Packers rookie camp before being cut and then signing with Tampa Bay of the XFL. He ranks inside the top 10 in several OSU football records, including single-game passing yards, 501. Touchdowns, 5. Single-season passing yards, 3,978. And touchdowns with 32. Backed up current NFL quarterback Mason Rudolph at OSU until his senior season. 
This guy's no Rudy Poo, as it turns out. All of a sudden, the Winnipeg-Edmonton game's got a lot of dun-dun-dun. I was wondering how well he'll play. But look, they all got good resumes. They've all got good <laughs> resumes. A lot of good players. Look at you being Debbie the Downer. Football league. They all have good resumes. This is pro football. You don't come to the Canadian Football League unless you start in college. Right? Unless you played well. There's a lot of good football players that haven't been able to make it. But he's got all the tools, right? I mean... He's number two on the depth chart for a reason, right? So it's not like you're going to end up with just, you know, a grocery clerk coming and playing quarterback. This isn't going to Is be. Is that a shot at Kurt Warner? Right. I thought about that, but they'll be, they'll be fine. But will he adjust? I don't know. That's why there's intrigue. That's why I'll be watching. I'll be watching to see how he does. Don't talk about my guy, Kurt Warner. Uh-uh-uh-uh. From Jenna, Jenna in Southern California says, excited for the Elks game now. Cornelius Corndog from the XFL. It's his nickname, Corndog, which, as we've learned, John Kirby, chill. He's writing in a million. It's one of those days, John. Back away from the keyboard, please. Metal Shingle Guy writes in and says, got you on YouTube today. Thank you, Metal Shingle Guy. Tell your friends. He normally does the listen live option, audio only, 24-hour sports radio. Glad that you could join us here on YouTube. It's been a good day. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SaaS mobility dealer, by the way, 306-840-8777. DG in Saskatoon says, morning, guys. Taylor Cornelius was known as Corndog in the Big 12. Don't think he liked that nickname. I also wonder if Chuba Hubbard played a part in him ending up in Edmonton. Maybe, but it sounds like Jamie Elizondo had the most to do with it, the head coach there. Um, From Jim on YouTube, Saskatchewan should be nicknamed, renamed the Criders. They're still crying after getting whacked upside their heads by the banjo-picking Blue Bombers. You know, it reminds me, Darren, I was thinking about this. I tried to find it this morning. Uh, 2014, the Riders went in and did to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers what the Bombers did to the Riders over the last two weeks. And I remember there was a lot of complaining from the Blue Bombers about the Riders' dirty tactics and playing dirty to the point that the Winnipeg Sun had on their cover a photo of Dominic Picard playing for the Riders. The Riders Center said, Dirty Prairie Dogs. I picked that up and brought it up on the, on the bus. After, that was that game where, remember, I said Chamberlain and O'Shea yep. were yelling at each other. There was the smoke at midfield. I remember. We stayed over in Winnipeg that night. I'm not sure why, but it was back when we were really close as a team. And I remember being on the team bus and Ricky Foley was dancing on the bus or after the game. Messam was on that team. A real bunch of renegades. And the next morning we got up and I grabbed the paper and I brought it on the bus. I'm like, guys, look what they're saying. Dirty prairie dogs. Look, they got pick on the cover. And the guys were like, ah, they all laughed. They thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Now the shoe is on the other foot. And that was seven years ago. See how long it takes for the shoe to switch feet? Oh, yeah. But it always does. It, it, without fail, it always does. The circle, it always comes back around. Karma always hits. Sometimes we're not around to see it or to experience it, but it always comes back around. Right. And the longer that it takes to go around, the bigger it hits when it does come around. That's right. But I guess my point is, I think, you know, you see the comment from the Riders coach saying he's called the league about what the Bombers pulled in the Banjo Bowl and stuff. And I just, you know, Dickie's been around longer than me. I think you're just best to take your lumps, really, because what all this talk about the Bombers and Dirty Tech, they're just sitting back and laughing because we've been on the other side of it. And you call us names? They call us names. So what? I think it's best to just take your lumps. Yeah, you can't can't engage with it. You can't let it bother you and get under your skin when people say things like that or write things or, you know, get upset. You have to just swallow it. Take your shot. You lost. Go back to work. Be better. And that's, that's the ups and downs of being a pro athlete, of being a pro coach. They all go through it. Um Even Tom Brady was talking about playing against some of the best quarterbacks, whether it was Peyton Manning in that rivalry or whether it was Drew Brees or whether it's Patrick Mahomes now or any of the greats he's played against. You know, it's never going to be 100 to zero. 
No matter if Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, he said it's probably more like 60-40 if you're good or 50-50. You're going to lose, but those guys make you better. So when the Riders lose two to the Bombers, we'll see if it makes them better. Yeah. Right? It's up and down, and that's what you live for. Mandy in Edmonton says, Rod, just letting you know I'm still watching, but it's on YouTube on the TV now. Don't think I can comment that way. Well, you're a smart girl, Mandy. I don't know. You just did comment, so something's not right there. Uh, Jack Fulton in Vulcan, Alberta says, Rod, you have a fantastic holiday. Well-deserved. It ain't a holiday, Jack. I'm going to be on the air every single day from South Florida. Yes, I'm going to the Dolphins and the Bills. Yes, I'm going to the Panthers and the Predators and a myriad of other things. I'll be on the air every day from South Florida. Moose will be doing his thing from here. Are you going to be in that chair? Maybe. TBE determined. I will start in this chair. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And I'll be on the air in the morning here on a Flame Tech Football Friday, and then I'm flying to Florida. Will not be. Uh, I'm hoping to be there in time to watch the uh, Riders and the Argos. But if not, no big deal. But next week and the week after, I'll be doing the show live from South Florida. Tomorrow we will uh, preview the big weekend of the CFL college football. We'll break down tonight's game, Moose. The week two lid lifter tonight, Giants and Washington football team. Thanks to Scott Laughlin, Razmataz, you too, Moose, and all of you. We'll see you at noon Eastern Friday here on Game Plus. Because I thought I was going to see Cindy Lauper. And then I get there and she's nowhere to be found. You just got duped. I got, I got duped. Yeah. Hey, who wants to get duped by dupe? <laughs> For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.